How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of the Shy Town podcast. Today, Thomas and I are going to be talking about the Bears' victory over the Detroit Lions and some major baseball news that happened over the weekend. Tom, you had a question to ask me before the episode? Are the Bears back? The Bears <laughs> might be back, baby. They might be back. They very much might be back. Um, man, that was just a that was just a good good win. What do we think? Um, I think I, I need to ask you how what you're doing today and how's your day going? Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I jumped the gun a little. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> uh, it's good. I got I got to study for finals. That's about it. How about you? Um, yeah, I got a lot of stuff to accomplish today. <coughs> I gotta get my uh class like just finished getting my classes all figured out, and then I got a bunch of homework I gotta grind out, and then I have my have to study for my one final on Wednesday. But as soon as so I can't wait until like at, at like eleven a.m. on Wednesday because then I have nothing else to do, and then I get to go home, and I'll be awesome. There you go. It's time to turn into an academic weapon, Thomas. No, I know. I'm actually kind of like motivated today, though, dude. I woke up on the right side of the bed. I'm like, dude, like, like, let's fucking get it. Like, I love to hear that. I love to hear yeah. that. I can't relate at all. I'm really? Like, oh. I woke up. I got excited. Not me, bro. I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm ready to go home. All right, but what are we thinking? Bears get a win over the Lions at home. The Lions are fraudulent. That's all I have to say. They're they're just not that good. I don't like. They almost lost to us twice. Like they, they, we, they should have lost, lost to us twice. twice. <clears throat> and like we're a little like under. Like our record doesn't kind of show how good we are to be honest. But if we still. didn't choke the Lions game and the Broncos game, this seven, is and seven and six team. It's really a shame. It seven really and sixteen, one one game back in the division. I know, and like we're like fu- like like we're in the playoffs right now. Oh yeah. Oh, also, uh, NBC. It's it's a damn shame you didn't put us in the hunt. We should have. We we honestly are in the hunt. I know, but NBC and the media hates Chicago. So yeah, but the Lions are really not that good. It's like their defensive line is just. They, it needs help. That they might <laughs> be the worst nine and fourteen I've ever seen. I mean, who but, have they beat? Uh. Us once, Packers once. They beat the Chiefs by one point without Chris oh, yeah. Jones. And that was week one. Lost to the Seahawks. Beat the Falcons. Beat the Packers before they turned it on. Beat the Panthers. Beat the Buccaneers. Got smoked by the Ravens. Beat the Raiders. Beat the Chargers by three. Beat us by five. Lost to the Packers. Beat the Saints by five, and then just lost to us. They have no good wins at all. <laughs> no, except I guess the Chiefs, the Chiefs, but like <coughs> that's a little different, I guess. But just because it's Week One, and then no Chris Jones, and Week One yeah. just like doesn't mean shit, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we beat the 49ers Week One last year, so yeah, anything yeah. can happen. <laughs> exactly. But they are very fraudulent. Their offense isn't even like their defense is bad. Like it's genuinely bad. Defense is bad. Their offense is middle of the road. I yeah, it's I don't understand that. I mean, we shut them down both games, basically, except like the the meltdown. But like that game, we let up like fourteen points before that, and it should have been seven because of a drop pick. And then today they had what they had fourteen again. 
Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, but like, and they like it was the whole game they were just kind of locked up, which was very nice to see. I mean, realistically, they haven't drafted well at all. No, yeah, their most recent draft is so overrated. Jeff Okuda in twenty twenty at three, bust. Panay Sewell, elite, really good. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. He's overrated. He's still good, but he is overrated. Arguably the most overrated player in the NFL. I hate Aiden Hutchinson. Kayvon Thibodeau's better. Agreed. That was always my take. I always thought Kayvon should go one that year. You and I were in agreement on that. Yeah. But and then I- he fell all the way to five right in the Giants' lap. <clears throat> and then he played really bad his rookie year. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, <clears throat> like I missed that bad. And then... Now but then he, then, he, then he played really good, so it's okay now. <laughs> and then Jamison Williams at 12. That he's is 2022. Does he even play? He, like, does. He's just speed, though. Literally it. And then last year, the worst pick in the first round, uh, Jameer Gibbs. It's probably Jack Campbell. It's probably worse than that because Jameer Gibbs at least contributes. Jack Campbell just, like, genuinely sucks. Well, the fact that we're talking about those two guys and they're the two guys that the Lions picked is hilarious. Oh, it's like, uh, but it's kind of true, though. Like, if you just flipped their second round picks and made them first round picks and, like, their first round picks and made them second round picks, it'd make more sense. Like, that is true. Taking Branch at 12, like, was totally justifiable and he's been really good. Yes. And then Laporte has been really good. And if you put him at 18, then it doesn't look too bad. But I don't know. I mean, Campbell's not good. I mean, they just didn't, their value was not good enough. I don't know why they didn't take Christian Gonzalez. I thought they were going to, like for sure. Me, me too. I was and like, oh, okay. I'm corner. like, I was like, I was like mad too. I'm like, damn, bro. Like that's gonna be annoying to deal with. But then they're like, Jameer Gibbs. I'm like, and I celebrated. <laughs> I mean, realistically, Detroit is probably a Super Bowl contender if they don't mess up their 2020 draft. Because it went Burrow, Young, Okuda, Andrew Thomas, and then Tua and Justin Herbert. Yeah, they need a QB. Like, badly. Jared Goff. You're not winning with him. Jared Goff has the eye candy stats. Well, Jared Goff, like, he had the best team. Like, such a good team surrounding him, and it was 2018. I mean, he had the best running back in the league. Like, their offense was probably, like, one of the best in the league. Their defense was elite. The Bears broke him. I know. I was at that game. That was wonderful. But that like that team was so elite, and they still didn't win the Super Bowl. Exactly. And then like I don't know, he just like dude, he cannot play against the Bears, dude. Bro, it's so funny. He has I think one good game against us. Yeah, I think you're right. And that was like when we were really bad. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could have had a good game against us. <laughs> that's, that's very valid. But Let's... he like the last two games. What he's thrown two picks. Bless you. Um, he's thrown two picks. I think it was like yesterday and then three picks like the last time we played them he, and he's just been a turnover machine. Just like the, the Lions in general. Have was it two in... picks yesterday or one pick and a fumble? I think it was two. Jalen. Oh no. Jalen had a pick and then Jermaine had a pick. Right. Right. The fourth down play. Yeah. So that... the last seven game or the last two games against the Lions, seven turnovers. Yeah, dude. He's. That's nuts. That's actually insane. And, and somehow we only we lost the first one still, which isn't. That's crazy. But 
I digress. What can you do? Yeah. You know who played okay? Mr. Justin Fields. He played an all right game. Um, <clears throat> His biggest thing is he just didn't turn the ball over at all, which is nuts. Like, no fumbles, no turnovers. Or, I was fuck, waiting for it. No I interceptions. But, uh, I mean, that's all. He, this is all he really has to do to play, like, to, for us to win games. He had 223 yards, uh, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. And, I mean, that's I all. His, I didn't put his rush yards in there, but he had. Oh, he did have a lot. 58 rushing yards. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he really slowed down then. But, still, I mean, that's all he really has to do. I mean, we won by two scores. Yeah. He doesn't have to do much. He just can't, like, lose us the game, which I feel like tends, tends to happen a good amount. It also helps when you have a guy like DJ Moore. Oh, he he just had, he's so good. He had I mean, um six receptions, sixty-eight yards, one pass passing uh, or uh, one receiving touchdown and one rushing touchdown, and and he had like what was it, thirty rushing yards, so something like that, maybe twenty rushing uh, yards. I don't remember exactly. Yes, yeah, so, something close in the ballpark. A hundred yards from scrimmage. Okay. He had 20 rushing yards, so 20. 88 total yards. Okay, yeah, no, he just he is, he's so good. His like every part of his game is just like amazing. He like elite hands. He's an elite route runner, elite yak. Anyone I mean, saying like, oh, a rookie QB is not gonna want to come play in Chicago? They they're like they're thinking that we actually have the first pick. Yeah, we don't. Like we're like with like good coaching, we are we're like a playoff team. Like, Agreed. Agreed. And like, we talked about this the other day, but genuinely, it's probably the best situation of uh, a first overall pick has gone into has gone into like in forever. It's because you you have a number one wide receiver. Your offensive line is above like above at (coughs) sorry above average. Um, you have a like probably a top five tight end. Your defense is playing elite. Yeah. I mean, that's just like dream scenario. If you, I mean, and Caleb Williams is gonna declare, like he opted out of his bowl game. Yeah. So I mean, there's no like, why would you do that if you weren't gonna declare? That makes zero sense. Exactly. But yeah, he'll definitely be declaring. The one I'm kind of like in- intrigued to see if he declares is not is Marvin, but I think he will. But that's interesting. I, I'm gonna say I don't think Marvin Harrison Jr. is gonna declare. Really. Just because oh for Ohio State Michigan guys that game means so much, and Marvin Harrison Jr. is zero for three. I mean, yeah, but like money. <laughs> I I, mean, I know like the NIL thing, but like you go to the NFL, like you get your extension sooner, like, and then all that, that is stuff. true. That is true. I don't know, but I you also like... have to think he doesn't need it. I know, but bad. like. I mean, I, if I was his dad, I'd be like, bro, make your own money. Like, well, I made mine. Well, for sure. For sure. So I feel like I, that doesn't really, like, count. I don't know. It will be interesting. I just want him to, like, to declare, like, I, obviously, if he's a bear, it's cool. But, like, just, like, making where there's better players in the draft so, like, we get better players. Because, like, if, like, if there's a really good player, like, another added player to the top of the draft, that means another guy's going to fall. Like, so. That's just kind of how it works. Especially, like, if we end up drafting around, like, 10, like, with our other pick. Well, hey, man. Playoff season, baby. Yeah. It, it, this is what it is. If we win this next game against the Browns, I'm all in for running the table because I think we will at that point. Agreed. But 
If we lose, just bro, just lose out. There's no point. Dude, if it comes to a win and in against oh, we... the Packers <coughs> in week eight. <coughs> we talked about this. We're gonna go. We're oh we're gonna try to go. Yeah, I, I told him four hundred dollars, I'm still there. I told Tom, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's so worth it. Cause I've never been to Lambo, so I want to go to Lambo. And then like on top of that, it's probably like the most it will be the most important Bears game I go to. At at the current price, according to TickPick, the get in. Hold on. Not sponsored by TickPick, I wish. The get-in price is $144. Oh, that's nothing. How does like Lambo even work? It's like bleachers, right? I have no clue. I don't either. I know I know I know they sit on bleachers. I'm 90% sure. Yeah, because they're fucking it's a dump. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck me, mate. <laughs> but I I'd love to go to that. That'd be awesome. I uh, dude. Me too. I've always wanted to go to Lambo too. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it's like right at the end of our Christmas break for school. And yeah. then I, I've already talked to my mom and she was like, yeah, like, I don't care if you go back late if for that. It's fine. Well, I wouldn't have to go back late. Yeah. Cause you get, you don't get back till the Wednesday. Yeah. We had to take a 10 second time out because I promised my dad I'd shout him out. Arizona basketball kicked the absolute shit out of Wisconsin this weekend. <laughs> and I, I texted my dad. I was like, Arizona's going to lose this game. And he's like, no way. Arizona's going to win by 15. And he wanted to make sure that I shouted him out on the podcast for that. So shout out, dad. Yeah. Shout out, dad, for absolutely <laughs> just putting me in my place about my sports prediction. Maybe he should be on the pod instead of me. <laughs> yeah. Go baseball coach. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. Back to actual. <laughs> The Bears. Um, that was hilarious. He just ran. He just, just like went out of like out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, Darnell Wright absolutely locked up. He played such a good game. He only he let up one QB hit, and like that was like the only like problem of the game. My favorite play was when <coughs> uh, he picked the ball up and just absolutely truck sticked. Yeah, I know that was hilarious. Bro, I saw him like we picked up the ball. I'm like, oh, Darnell Wright, and he just like boom. boom. Aiden Hutchinson went flying. I was like, yes, that's my right tackle, baby. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. Every time I see a like an offensive lineman run with the football, it's hilarious. And then it was funny because um like we scored a touchdown. Like how that play, like I get oh, it was incompletion. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, then that was like the fourth and thirteen, like like jump the guy jumped off sides, like bombed to DJ Moore down the left sideline, which was absolutely sick. That was amazing. DJ Moore burnt the shit out of that guy. Do oh my have, god. Do you have DJ Moore's quote on what he said? Um oh, oh my what was it? Oh my god. Oh it it was it was the Roadrunner thing. Oh yeah, he was like, he's Oh like, I saw him jump. I'm out meet me. <laughs> yeah, no, he yeah, he's like, I'm I was gonna go down this like I saw him jump off sides and I was like, meet me. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. That was so funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but um back to darn all right. I mean, he, like, both games against Aiden Hutchinson, he, like, really, like, locked him up except that one play, like, uh, the first time around. Yeah. It was, like, the end of the game, and I was like, damn. And then I just, like, defined the whole game. I was like, oh, my God, this guy sucks. Which, whatever. What are you going to do? That's Hey, Jalen Carter scored a touchdown yesterday. Yeah. Dude, what the hell do we should be fair? But uh, he played really good yesterday, which is good. I mean, he is really good. So, And then Braxton Jones played good, too. 
So I don't we don't I don't think we need a draft to tackle. I, I don't think, think if let, let's say the Bears lose out and they end up picking whatever seven. If they lose out, I think they'd pick like five. Um like because one of these teams will probably win a game. Yeah. I I could easily see a trade back if they don't take a weapon. I think they should take a weapon. I do too, I agree, but I could see them trading back to I don't know, the Chargers pick. Yeah. Something like that. Who would you want to get? In a trade back? Yeah. I'd probably try and take like a Chop Robinson or a Dallas Turner. Yeah, that makes sense. Even like <coughs> um Lato. I think Lato's a top six pick. You think he's top six? I don't think he's gonna go top six. Well think about it. You have I think he'll go like I think he's gonna go like nine or ten. Quarterback, quarterback. Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh yeah, probably, probably Olu. All right, ready? Two quarterbacks: Marvin, uh, Olu, and Alt Bowers. That's six right there that are all like gonna go ahead of him. I, I think he's going ahead of one of the tackles. I just don't think he should. He's just. I, I don't level. think he should. I think he's gonna. I mean, and you still have Kool Aid. I was will probably go over him. I guess I forgot about. I, I wouldn't hate them. Maybe getting Kool Aid in it. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of tired of drafting DBs. <laughs> yeah, but it's such an important position. No, I know. But I well, if they extend Jalen, then we won't need to draft. I guess him. yeah. That that, that that'll all depend on what we do because Kool Aid's probably a bear if we don't extend JJ. Agreed. But, but I'd rather just extend him. He's playing really good. So please pay him. Yeah, he deserves. He deserves. He deserves. It. It. He's actually getting interceptions this year. Like I know which, that was that was the biggest that was his biggest thing. He like never really forced turnovers, but he was a good corner. But now he's like actually like forcing turnovers. Speaking of the defense, elite, elite. I mean, <laughs> this just reminds me of the 2018 defense, man. I, they're actually like so good. That was all. It's so much fun to watch. I thought you were gonna say they were better than the 2018 defense. Why I would I say that? You. I don't know why you would say that, but I, I thought that's what you were gonna say. No, it's definitely not what I was gonna say. That 2018 defense, the best defense I've ever watched. <coughs> Me too. That was amazing. That entire that entire year was amazing until the last game. But I mean, you just knew if you scored two touchdowns, you were gonna win the game pretty much. Yeah, if you scored 20, you won. Yeah, exactly. Like that was amazing. That was a good. That was a good feeling. Even like now, like like how they've been playing now, it's like you score about like 20, you should probably win. I think 24 is the magic number. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, like win. Yeah, which is which is good. I don't know. Montez Sweat just kind of like changed the entire defense. I mean, he he went off. Yesterday. Anyone anyone saying that that was a bad trade? Michael Lombardi. Yeah, yeah. you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry, because everyone's like they should have just signed him in free agency. Whoever traded for him was going to extend him. Like he yeah, was exactly. never going to reach free agency. You're not going to find someone in the second round. That's gonna make an immediate impact at like sweat does did has. Um and also like it just it it's a morale booster for your team. It's like He's, they were they were like, like what, two and <coughs> six, two and seven at the time uh, of that trade, something like that. Something like that. I couldn't tell you exactly to be honest, but well his first game was against the Saints. So Anything before that? Let's look. Yeah, we could look at that. That's a good point. 
his first game was against the Saints. Okay. So they lost one. They were three and seven. Three and seven. Okay. We were ass. Hey, and we're. Wait. No. We weren't three and seven. Three and six. Three and six. My that bad. makes I more ca- sense. I counted the Saints game. <laughs> okay. I was going to say that. I was like, that doesn't add up. But what are we? Uh... Five and eight. We're two and two since that. But still, not the point. Yeah, yeah. He's not the pro- he's not the reason we've only two and two. Lost twice. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he's been like he's like just transformed the defense. He which has, is crazy. And he's gotten like he's helping other guys eat. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, everybody like we're actually getting pressure now. Which is amazing. Yannick Ngakwe finally showed up. He had a sack yesterday. Yeah. He's like, like, hey, I forgot he was on the team. Yeah, I know. What what I was so excited when we signed him. Me too. No reason. Like, that's perfect for the defense. Was twas not. It was not. But uh, yeah, no, Sweat has been amazing. And he's just so complete, too. Like he, he again, he's like another player that doesn't have a weakness really. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good run defender. Um, he's a good pass rusher. He gets pressure. I mean, that's all you can really ask for. Yeah, exactly. He's really big and fast. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's the full package. Him and DJ Moore are, like, literally the same, just to play different positions. Just complete players. Yep, exactly. exactly. And then another guy that ended up getting a sack for the first time. First time in his career. Griffin like, Dexter. Clap yeah. it up, baby. We love this guy so much. He is yeah, so, we do. He's so good at football, but he finally got a sack. They don't play him as much as they should. <coughs> yeah, well, I'm like wondering if he like has like, like he's just like not like fit enough. Maybe I don't really know. Or if the coaching staff just hates him. Yeah, that, I mean Justin Jones plays a little too much. Agreed. I mean he's gone next year. Dexter will definitely take over next year, like full time at that position. Him and Billings is going to be a nice little duo there. Yeah, I know. I like if you just get like so you have Sweat, Billings, Dexter, and then like whatever edge rusher you. Decide draft to sign or draft. Or I'd like. I'd honestly, drafting one at this point would be pretty big. If we don't, yeah. If we don't take like a skill position, I want an edge rusher, and we could totally get one. I'm Team Dallas Turner. I mean, I don't even know what team I am. I feel like I'd almost rather. I might almost rather have Chop over Dallas. But I'm I glad, think I'm glad we are not Team Latu. I don't like Latu's so good though. It's just injuries. Injuries, and he's old. He's like 23. Yeah, he is pretty old, which is kind of annoying. I don't know, man. But he is really good. I watched that. That it was. I think it was against. Who were they playing? It was it USC? I watched that, and he just like went off. I mean, I probably could go off against that offensive line. But I don't know. Lot two got locked up by Jordan Morgan. We just don't care, dude. <laughs> 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 um, but dude, Dexter's just like every. It's like every week too. He's just always getting better. And then to see him finally get one, even though I think it was half a sack. Because like I think I him what they counted it. Yeah, we can you look at it? Because like uh, him and uh right him and Swack got there at like the exact same time. But like I, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably was like Gervin Dexter. They stats. gave him it was half a sack. Yeah, okay. That's what I kinda thought they were gonna do. I, but like yeah. I like, thought I think that's dumb though. I, I think, thought he got there. I saw this thing where like there shouldn't be half a sack. Everybody should just get a sack. Get one. 
And I kind of agree. Like, well, the problem is, like, when three guys get there, they all get half a sack, and that doesn't make sense because it adds up to 1.5 sacks. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, if you're going to do it like that, you need to have, like, if the whole D-line gets there and four guys tackle the quarterback, does everybody get a quarter of a sack? Yeah. I, it's weird how that works. But I, I that one I definitely think we should have just been half a sack. But, like, still a good play. <laughs> Exactly. All, all you can ask for from him. And you see the flashes like every week you see the flashes like that. He has he has his reps where it's like, all right, he got beat, but he has his reps where it's like, man. You're like, this guy, he's like just explosive for being so big. And he helps like the argument with the Bears fans who aren't that smart are would you rather have a franchise right tackle and a really, 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 really good rookie defensive tackle or just Jalen Carter? Almost like it. I feel like just like value, you kind of should probably just take the two players. Exactly, exactly, and and they're on cheap deals too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, Darnell Wright's like amazing. Garvin Dexter will probably be like, I le- like, I probably end like his career end up being like a buff average player. I could see an Akeem Hicks type. I don't know. I think they're just they're different players. Not as good in run defense. Well, maybe Akeem Hicks wasn't more. like. Akeem Hicks was more kind of like a power guy. I feel like Dexter, I mean, he's just like fast. He can like just moves quick and like will shed you. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not um, the same player, but like maybe the same impact. And I think that's what you're going for there. Yeah, Dalvin Cook still has nightmares about Akeem Hicks. That was, that was a fun rivalry. <laughs> yeah, this is not a rivalry. They never beat us. <laughs> that's that, pretty much what it was. Dalvin Cook sucked against the Bears. Oh, he was always terrible. Even in his like really good years too. Yeah, I, I mean, just did nothing. Akeem loved playing against them. He'd be like, "I got your ass again." <laughs> <laughs> Dalvin Cook hated it. We need to talk about uh, Jaquan Brisker. That's true. I mean, holy <laughs> shit! I didn't even realize. Like, I saw like the box score. We like seventeen tackles for a safety. That's we insane. like to make fun of him, but but dude, <laughs> bald. Oh yeah, he went off. He just really played a really good game, which you know that's that's what we want to see from him. Exactly. I mean, sh- it's funny. Um, his the first time, so he blocked. Let Ryan Poles eat on Twitter. His first game after that, seventeen tackles. Dude, didn't even think about that. <laughs> wow, he had um, a forced fumble apparently. Uh, what? I don't remember this don't, play. Unless they like credited him for the Jared Goff one, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know why they would. I don't either. Now I have I to know. look this up. Yeah, I don't. Not. I don't quite know about that one. Um. I have no clue when he got the forced fumble. Yeah, man, that is interesting. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, sure. We'll give it to him. Force we'll fumble. To him. What exactly. a force fumble he had. That was a great play. Uh, yeah. Elite. <laughs> 17 tackles. Also, we, we, I mean, it gets overlooked because the game was almost uh, pretty much over. But the pass breakup on overrated. Ah, I take it back. Aiden Hutchins is the second most overrated player in football. <laughs> I'm on Ross St. Brown. I'd rather have Equinemius St. Brown on my team. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see that podcast. 
<laughs> I hope I hope EQ just goes off. I hope he just absolutely shits on him. Because he should. Yeah, exactly. EQ didn't even play and did, did, did more than fucking uh, Amon Ra. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how what Amon Ra did. They get three receptions for 21. That's what it was. Um, Three receptions, 21 yards. Yep. Yeah. He did nothing. Slant he, was honestly, he was honestly a negative because he had like that. So Jaquan had broke up that pass on him. Yeah. And then he had that one over the middle where he was like kind of foul, but he probably still could have caught it. It was definitely catchable and it would have converted like fourth and 20 something. Yeah, I know. I don't and know, man. Like, he nope. had a bad game. I'm here for it. Yeah, no, I'm praying too. on his downfall. I'm praying on the Lions' downfall, bro. They finally get a little taste of winning, and they don't know how to act. I know DJ Moore, like having it's just like there isn't even an argument for any Lions fan that says Amon Ra is better than DJ Moore is just a clown. There's just no argument at all. DJ Moore is literally better than every, better than every, better at every single aspect than Amon Ra. The only wide receiver in the NFC North better than DJ Moore is Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. DJ, DJ Moore's number two. Not and even this year, though, because Jefferson got hurt again. Yeah, I know, but Jefferson's better. But no. Obviously. <laughs> but that's that fine. Just such a great trade. I know. That is it's lovely. We still like I, I I like we're still on like draft QB with number one. But I don't know. It's weird. Fields has to like the only way we keep them, or yeah. I would say keep them. We got to start blowing out teams at this point. You got to start blowing teams out. You got to make the playoffs. If you win a playoff game, because more than likely you're playing the Eagles uh, in the first round. Well, no, no, it would not probably, it would probably not be the Eagles. You'd probably end up be playing like, it would be 49ers or Dallas. They had the bye. Eagles? Gonna, no, no, 49ers do. Oh, okay. Um, they, it'll be Eagles or Cowboys. Yeah. The Eagles should win out, and what that'll give them more division wins than the Cowboys, so they'll win the division. Wait, say what? I just wasn't listening. What'd you say? The Eagles <laughs> should win out the rest of the year. Oh, okay. Give them more divisional wins than, than the Cowboys. Is their schedule really easy? Did you look at it? Uh, I remember they were talking about it last night. Here, let's look right now. I'll look at Eagles. You'll get Cowboys. Okay. Schedule. Um, okay. So for the Eagles, you have. Oh, I mean, I don't even think the Cowboys are going to win out. Seahawks, which will be interesting, but they'll probably win. Then they play the. Oh, dude, they play the Giants, Cardinals, Giants. <laughs> That's Holy. a cupcake ending to the year <laughs> compared to the Cowboys. <coughs> oh, my God. You have what Bills, you Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. <laughs> oh, okay. Well,. They could definitely win out, though. They could, but if the Eagles I, win out, too, the Eagles have the tiebreaker. Oh, do they? Because oh, okay. of the divisional record. So we'd be playing the Cowboys. And I'd no. probably rather play... Wait. Oh, you're right. Yeah, by, no. You're no. right. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. Actually, okay, good. Because I'd rather play the Eagles than the Cowboys. Eagles are fraudulent. They are a little fraudulent. It would just be funny, because Eagles like hate the Bears, just because, like, Justin Fields got compared to Jalen Hurts. And they're like, he's not the same. Is Justin Fields actually better than Jalen Hurts? No. Welcome to my TED Talk. No. No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were about to like, say some outlandish shit. I was no, like, no, just no. not. I don't. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, we'd still 
lose, but at least it'd be cool to be there. <laughs> Dude, it'd be like uh, the 2020 playoffs where it's it, it, that didn't even feel like a playoff game. I know we were like, I'm like, we're just not winning. <laughs> it's like it felt like some week nine game against the, some powerhouse where like I'm just gonna watch to watch. Yeah, that was. It's like we almost we, honestly could have almost won that game too. Don't even get me started on Javon Wims. <laughs> I don't even like care. Like that team wasn't doing anything. It that, really was not a good team. No, it wasn't. Offense was garbage. Defense is like starting. Like, yeah, it, it was still good, but it they wasn't were that definitely good. going down. Yeah, they were definitely like regressing. Yeah. But, All right, Thomas. This is going to be a crazy, outlandish question. Okay. Is yes. Matt, is Matt Eberflus actually oh. a decent coach? I can't even tell. <laughs> From a, like as a head coach, I I'm gonna say no. I think his problem is just like his decision making. Yeah, I don't think his like coaching of the players is bad. I think it's his decision making within the game. I think if he Agreed. just like worked on like just even like clock management, knowing when to challenge stuff, like knowing when to go for it, like he'd be such a better coach. He's bad to, like. He's bad at like the like the, the the things we all see, but I think he might be a good player coach and the culture guy, because you could see him in the clubhouse after the games. They're very happy. Everyone's like, yeah. And then and then there was this Montez Sweat thing I saw on TikTok this morning, and oh my god, I almost like want to pull up the video, because it's like he said like, yeah, man, like now like with the Commanders, you know, we were just playing week by week, just you know, waiting for the season to be over, but then he's like, we're here, like I'm like excited, like we're fighting for the brother brothers next to me, and like we're excited for the next game. He's and like, like, he is a really good culture guy. Yeah, he, I think he might be. I don't know how, bro. He's such a like, like he's such he's a such goober. A, he's such a, <laughs> he gives off such like middle aged dad vibes. I got I got some tricks on my, on my sleeve. <laughs> I got some tricks on my sleeve, <laughs> and I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, oh man, old, that's hilarious. I mean, he's a good. I, I don't know if he just like figured out. How to manage a game? Which I don't like. I, I feel like I. I mean, I play Madden. I feel like it's not that hard. I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> you just lost all your credibility, man. <laughs> nah, dude, it's not hard, bro. Clock management is so easy, bro. And only you only have to push one button to call timeout. Yeah, and all you have to do is put one signal to call timeout. I don't see the difference here. <laughs> oh. And like knowing when to go for it, it's pretty obvious. Like, oh, I mean, I know we like won yesterday when we were up by twelve. It was like fourth and one, and we kicked a field goal. Like, why? Like, <laughs> bro, probably had PTSD from when the defense gave up fucking fifteen points in two minutes. Yeah, if you have PTSD, get the first down and score a touchdown, and they don't have to worry about it. I guess. Who knows? I don't understand that, but otherwise, he's fine. I, if they fire him after that game, I'm out on Ben Johnson. You're out on Ben Johnson. No, thank you. I don't know. I wouldn't say that, but I'd rather have what's the guy's name? Um, come on, spit it out. The Texans, dude. Oh, Slovic. Yeah, I yeah. Like him too. Bobby Slovic. Is it Wick or Vic? I think it's Vic. It's L-O-W-I-K. Oh. I'm calling Vic. If he's German, then it would be Vic. 
I think it's Slovic. That just Slowick doesn't sound right. But whatever, that's not important. But I do like actually. I agree with you. I do like him a lot. I didn't know you knew about him. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Put some respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ball. Are you like? Are you fit right now? Looking like you like play for the Cubs. <laughs> Got the Arizona sweatshirt. Yeah, you get the red and blue. I was just looking at you while you were laughing. <laughs> oh, that's bro, hilarious. It's cold in Arizona, man. What's the weather today? I don't even, what's the temperature here? I should probably know that before I leave. Man, dorm. it's 69 and cloudy here. That's yeah, cold for me now. It's 39, dude. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to go home. What's the weather in Chicago supposed to be like this week? It's like... Um, I get home. It's going to oh, be like 40s. 40s. Ooh, I'm gonna be free. <laughs> it honestly could be a lot worse. Like the, this is like the coldest it's gotten here. That was like 30s, which is not that bad. Dude, I have a serious problem. I went outside the other day. It was 65 degrees, and I was like, I am freezing. It was sunny too. That is terrible. It's bad. How can you like say you're from Chicago and have that be? Dude, I, I know. I'm, like, embarrassed to even admit that, but I've become an Arizona pussy. Yeah, you have. Oh, let's Let's move let's, on. Let's keep moving here. Um, last football segment. Or, no, we got one more for this because I had to, I had to Come edit on, it. Come on, man. There. But the Panthers lose again. They're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> – I just want to – I doubt there's any Panthers fans listening. Definitely not. But this I is just the last podcast say, I'd listen to. <laughs> Why would they listen to a Bears podcast? They I don't us. know. I just want to say, remember when you you guys said that the Bears pick would be higher than the Panthers pick? I it's, it's not even possible anymore. Can we can we get the number zero pick? Is that a Yeah, exactly. I forgot <laughs> who tweeted it, but – it's like it's a ninety-three percent chance that the Panthers hold the first pick. That's insane. They're like actually like terrible. Like they got blown out by the Saints. I, I was nervous because it was seven-three, and then the Saints yeah. blocked a punt. Yeah, it was like, I mean, we lost to the Saints by like one score, and Pageant had like five turnovers. So I don't like they're just not good. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's funny. The Panthers are kind of in trouble. Yeah, they're. I mean, we have their second round pick next year. That's good too. Yeah, yeah. Second round picks are very valuable too, which I, which is good. <coughs> we have extra draft ammo, and that will probably end up being in like top forty. So. Oh, I would say for sure. They don't. They have. They have their second, third, and fourth. They have the 49ers fifth and the Titans fifth. The Jaguars sixth, and that's it. Next year, they have their first, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, uh, and then two seven, seventh rounders. I don't even like know what they do like in this offseason. Like, you want to help Bryce, but like there's nothing to help him with. Like, I guess they'll draft a receiver at their second-round pick, but... I mean, they already missed with Mingo. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Mingo could develop, but I don't know, bro. He just does not look good. Who who knows, man? Yeah, I don't. That, that is just such a, a mess to be in the GM of that. They're in trouble, bro. I mean, they they got the wrong quarterback. Yeah. Oh, I you can't you don't know yet. I I know. <laughs> you know. I know. I, I mean, if he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. Someone can bookmark this part. 40 minutes and 30 seconds when I said Bryce Young's the wrong quarterback. Uh, in Fuck. episode 7 of the Chi-Town Pod. 10 years later, four Super Bowls. <laughs> Someone's going to pull it up. <laughs> this like, guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> You're going to be put um, on an edit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but... If if they have the if they got the wrong quarterback, they they just got set back literally probably a decade. Yeah, not a decade, but like five years, because they don't have a pick this year with a good draft QB draft class, and then the best QB in twenty twenty five. So bad, Jalen um, Milrow, or or like it was like I guess Penn, State, Penn State's guy too, but he's not good. Allard, Jay yeah, Allard. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a tough situation to be a Panthers fan. <laughs> that is why the Bears should draft a QB this year. Agreed. <laughs> All right. I, I have to put this in the show here. Patrick Mahomes needs to shut the hell up, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro is complaining about the most happiest offensive offsides I've seen in my life. Kadarius Tony could have freaking kissed the defensive lineman if he was moved closer. That's how far up he was. And then, why do you complain to Josh Allen? After yeah, the game, Yeah, that bro, was so funny. Bro I thought he was going to agree. He was like, oh, man, it was bullshit, man. <laughs> it's like, bro, like, Josh Allen was like, bro, like, bro, I don't won. care. We won. <laughs> and then he's complaining to the, the, the best thing was, he was like, you just got to let him play. <coughs> After he just won the Super Bowl, because of a holding call. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a freaking clown! You're an idiot, bro, bro. But it's now that Tom Brady's out of the league, he is the quarterback that gets the best treatment from the refs. And his bro is complaining about the most obvious offside call in my life. Yeah, I think they were. I didn't know if they're complaining or not. Like the like with the line judge not saying anything. The problem is the NFL made a uh, – like they said that this is going to st start being called more. Uh, I was listening to Barstool Big Cat's podcast, and he said two years ago it was called once. Last year it was called twice. This year they've already called it 11 times. Okay. And then even like a Gene Steratore, he was like – at that point – the ref will say, give you like a warning if you're kind of offside, but when you're so far offside. Yeah, no, he wasn't even close. <laughs> His entire like foot was offsides. Yeah, yeah. So I just need to put that out there. Patrick Mahomes. That was hilarious. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Jeez. You got a bone to pick with that guy. I do. I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I don't mind him. He's fine. Not so even because the Bears missed on him. I just I don't like him as a person. It's crazy. Hey, his dad was a cub. You can't say that. His dad is probably fine. <laughs> but Mahomes, I don't like. All right. I don't, I don't like his my, wife either. <laughs> I, dude, no. Or his brother for dancing on Sean Taylor's memorial. Oh, my God. That. 
Maybe that's why I don't like him because of his yeah. freaking family. But whatever. Enough of my ranting. On to baseball. This Saturday, our dreams died. They died. But it was okay. Ani did not want to become a Chicago Cub. And if you're thinking, well, why didn't he want to come to the Cubs? Well, he now has 700 million reasons <laughs> to not be a Chicago Cub. Oh, my God. He got paid so much. I, I You know, I switched my prediction up like six times. I The podcast on Friday, I pretty much said he was a Blue Jay from all the reports that ended up being false. My apologies. Bad podcasting on my part. Then over the weekend, I was like, he's a giant for sure. And then, and I think both of us knew that he was inevitably going to be a Dodger. Yeah. And, and before the whole process started, and once the Cubs kind of said they were interested in him, I was like, the only reason he won't go to somewhere else is if the Dodgers come out and give him $700 million. Like six hundred was my cap. Seven hundred million dollars is just—that's insane. <laughs> like, it's almost like, <clears throat> yes, you're getting Shohei Otani. You don't know how well he's going to come back from his injury, pitching wise. And I—I I don't know that seven hundred million dollars. That's just such a crazy number in my head. I know that is it ridiculous. I'm not even like mad. Me neither. Me neither. It's it's like irresponsible to do that. Like if we got him for seven hundred million, I'd be I like obviously I'd love it because it's Shohei, but like not getting him, like I honestly like I'm happy it's over and then I'm like it's whatever at this point. Like seven hundred million is insane. Yeah, I, dude, freaking insane. It is crazy. I mean, going off. The, this is on Wikipedia, so I don't know how true it is. But twenty twenty one. No, that's that's what is MLB English Tristan. So the 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 first threshold before you start getting penalized is two hundred thirty three million dollars. Shohei Otani's contract takes up. 30% of that threshold for the Dodgers. Are you talking about like uh, the luxury tax? Yeah, the or... com- yeah, yeah. The okay. competitive balance. Okay, yeah, I know. That's insane. And it's actually like once you get past like the third and or second and third thresholds, it, it like it hurts you. Yeah, I know. It, it, like, they like tax you a lot. The Padres, Mets, and the Yankees dropped down 11 spots in the draft. Or the Mets dropped down 11, but the Padres dropped down. I didn't know they dropped down that much. I, I knew the Mets, or I, yeah, I knew the Mets did, but. The only way you don't drop down is if you, like, get in the top six, then it's protected. But if you don't, then you're. That's why the Cubs moved up three spots. Okay, that's because they. Yeah, I feel yeah. like everybody moved up. That's what it felt like. That's That was the reason. Yeah. That's good, us. I guess. The draft lottery is crazy, bro. What? Just because Oakland lost, they had like the fifth or sixth pick last year, which is still considered in the lottery, and they got the fourth pick this year. They now can't pick in the top six next year. Really? 
Yeah. So That's for smaller brutal. market teams, you can only pick in the lottery two times in a row. And for the White Sox, the White Sox got fucked. They're picking fifth, so they didn't win. But they're considered a large market team. Yeah. Now they can't draft in the top six next year. Really? So we're guaranteed a top six pick, is what you're saying. If we don't make the playoffs, which at this point, I don't even know. <laughs> well, you're not guaranteed, but... Pretty good chance of it, it sounds like. It increases, yeah. Because um, everyone was like, Washington finished fifth worst, and their odds were zero because of that. Yeah. Ugh. That's, like, kind of dumb. It is, but I understand it. it I don't. Of, it says don't tank, pretty much. Okay, but, like, I mean, I mean the A's are just bad. <laughs> yeah, because they don't spend. I mean, they never really have, though. I know, but they were a playoff team before they traded everyone away for a bag of chips, bro. That is true. They got, like, literally nothing back. But who it's really gives, a shame. Who gives a crap about the now Las Vegas A's? Yeah, it's good that they did that, though. Maybe they'll help them get a market. Maybe, but they the, their owner just needs to sell, dude. He's yeah. terrible. Let he it go, man. Worst. <laughs> Let it go. Well, the Cubs, pun intended, struck out on Otani. So, where do they go from here? Um, I Come don't on. even. I, I know you want to make a comment on my pun, dude. Just, that was terrible. <laughs> it wasn't you sound meant like, to be good, bro, bro. You sound like you're writing like a newspaper heading for like the '80s, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, but um, I don't even know what they should do, like. I mean, you got. I feel like I really like you. Really got to resign Belly at this point, but I don't think we're going to. You have to do something like that. No one's exp if you don't resign Bellinger or don't sign Yamamoto. I find it very hard to find a way to have a successful offseason. Yeah, this thing was so hyped up, and it looks like we've just done nothing. Like, I got really excited last offseason. They were like, the Cubs might get two of the big four shortstops. Uh, and then and then we got Swanson, which at least, I was we, got like, one. At least we got one. Like, we filled a need. But Bleacher Nation tweeted, this was a while ago. He was like, it just seems so many teams have big needs for, like, big bats. And there's so little available that someone's going to be left hanging. Versus last year, there were four teams that needed a shortstop, and there were four shortstops. It just made yeah. sense. Just good. We got, like, the second best one. Yeah, yeah. but And uh, honestly, probably on the best contract. Yeah, easily the best contract. But it's like he, he tweeted that out, and then it's like the Cubs are going to be the team that gets left in the dust. With They, you, they needed to get a star. Yeah. Like, I, I'd say Bellinger's a star. Realistically, they needed a superstar. But a star and some complimentary bats would be fine. Exactly. They, we do need that superstar player, though. It could be Yamamoto. I don't think they're going to get him, though. I don't think so, either. Um, I think he's going to the East Coast. I think he's going to the Giants. I think he's going to the Giants. My my predictions right now... I feel like you predict everybody go to the Giants. Dude, the Giants have offered... 
$1.3 billion in contracts the last two off seasons. Get nobody. And got no one. To three players. If you were if you're a Giants fan, you do not want Tristan predicting a player to the Giants. They'd never go there. I said Judge was a Giant, and then I said Correa was a Giant, which he was for like a day. And then I said Otani was a Giant, and he missed on all three. Yeah, uh, this, this is my plan. Yamamoto's a Giant. Wink, wink. <laughs> bro, no. a, that's a, he's a wink, bro. <laughs> uh, you're off the perk. I am off the perk right now, but. I, the Giants have been wanting to sign someone. It's got to be Yamamoto. They're just going to be like, here's $350 million. <coughs> just like so they get somebody? Yeah, exactly. And I think Bellinger's going to go to the Blue Jays now. I hope not. I hope the Blue Jays get nothing. At Frank. <laughs> I oh, hope that I, was so funny. I hope they suffer. We We, we have to talk about it. What? We texted Frank that Passon reported Otani's going to the Dodgers via his Instagram. Frank goes, Passon's only a 50-50 MLB reporter. He was so <laughs> mad. He didn't talk to us the rest of the day. It's hilarious. <laughs> we kept making fun of him. Sorry, Frank. Had to do it to you. I, the, the last part for the Cubs here, is, is Jed even awake? Like, is he the, the president of baseball operations for the Cubs? No. The, according to Bleeder, Bleacher Nation, the only external move so far for the Cubs this offseason is signing lefty Edwin Escobar to a minor league deal from Japan. It is currently December 11th. Jed Hoyer has not moved. <laughs> for real, for real. We use that, that meme for polls. <laughs> Bro hasn't moved for 40 minutes. <laughs> He's done nothing. Oh I understand God. the holdup. <clears throat> um, I mean, yeah, I do now. But like, signs you should have had some stuff lined up if Shohei fell through. The thing that's gonna piss me off this is gonna be the next Jake PV or Brian Roberts. You probably don't remember that. No, where the Cubs were rumored to get those two guys is gonna be Glass now. It seems like the Cubs have been in talks for with the Rays for Tyler Glass now since freaking June, essentially. That sounds like, Dodger. Dude, I, mm, make a damn move, Jed. I sh- they should have traded for Soto. Like, the package was insane. Yeah. I mean, they just gave a bunch of relievers, though. I know, but, like, good relievers. I guess. It's like if we – essentially, it's like if we gave up Alzale, Fulmer when he was good, Mark Leiter when he was good, uh – Jordan Wicks and uh, Moises Ballesteros. That was essentially the package. Yeah, it's a pretty good package. But, like, man, do something, Cubs. Jeez. Yeah, I we're know. sitting here talking about nothing about the Cubs, essentially. I know. I mean, like, next time I just like I want to like talk about something that happened. I, I mean, what Friday maybe. It's all just hypotheticals. Hey, we'll be back in Chicago on Friday. Oh, maybe in-person pod? Yeah, we've talked about this. We don't know if we, like, should do that or should not because we've never really thought about it. And, like, we don't know how it'd work it'd be or one where we do it. It'd be, yeah, it'd be one computer. We'd have to get, like, a mic, though. Right? Well, you could use your – oh, well, I guess you could only plug in one headphone jack. Yeah. We would have to get a mic. We'll figure it out. We're going to try and do... Uh, we'll do like one. 
one in person. Just to mess around with it. We also told Frank we we do one with him too. Hot dog. Hot dog, Frank, baby. He'll be making hot dogs. This is on the pod. Thing. This is what it's come to since no one's done anything. Yeah, we'll be making hot dogs. Blackhawks suck. Bears play once a week. At least the Bulls are on a win streak. The Bulls won four in a row. But who cares? And the Cubs, <laughs> I don't know. The Cubs are, it's like they forgot they're a team. Do something. Yeah. God. They don't do anything. Mad. Makes me mad. Yeah. Pete Crow is going to be playing center field. Is I think what's going to end up happening. I mean, I don't hate that. Like I don't rotating either. him and Talkman in. I wouldn't even like rotate. I think he's giving the keys. Let him. Let him learn. I mean, agreed, agreed. But at this point, you'd have Hap, him, and Saya. Then like a decent defensive outfield. Nobody at third. Morel. Nobody at first. I don't even like. I don't know. I don't think that's going to end up working. But he's been playing decent in the Dominican League. Yeah. I think he's just a DH, unfortunately. I'd like him to play third, but... I don't want to give Nick Madrigal 500 at-bats this year. Yeah, is that what he had? I don't know if he had 500. I don't think he had 500. Probably had around like 350, though. 400, maybe. Let's look. Nick Madrigal. 270. Remember, he was hurt. 270, yeah. Well, I just remember... And then there was a point where he really wasn't playing after we got Jamer. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a first baseman. I know. We d- literally don't. I mean, oh, Mervis. Ooh. Mervis is a 4A player, guys. Dude, Reese Hoskins and Matt Chapman were so back, dude. Like, bro. <laughs> I, sure, you can sign those guys. No one is scared of that lineup. Like, with Bellinger in the lineup, there's a reason, like, Saya and Dansby You're and like, oh, got like, the opportunities because right. they were pitching around Bellinger. And then you saw when Jamer was traded for the first couple games, how much he lengthened the lineup. Like Swanson went from fifth to sixth, right? Yeah. And it was, and at some point you need, you need a, a like a guy who can win a game on his own. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even like know what our, what our road to that is either. It's just like a guy that's like not in the, not in the organization right now. Uh, I would have to agree. I think the only the only guy I could think of that could become that is Canario. I mean, Alcantara, I guess, could be that. But, like, he has to really develop. Tom and I were talking about this. Like, the Cubs don't have a, a, a guy in the farm, a hitter, who you're like, that guy's going to be a stud. <coughs> like, yeah. you knew Chris Bryant was going to be a perennial all-star. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the guy that you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be like he's gonna be a beast. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who you could trade for, like Alonzo maybe, but I wouldn't put him in the superstar. I'd put him in the Bellinger tier. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, I get scared when he comes up. I do too, but also, he's like a two twenty hitter. That was one year. Let's look. Looking right now, Pete Alonzo. Where's three war player? He hit 217. He's hit, yeah, okay. It was just it was just last year yeah, that it was really like that. 251 for his career. 870 open. And then I mean, like last year was a down year for him, and he still had 46 homers. 
I know. Last year was literally his only bad average, like average year. But he had 271, 262. COVID year, he took 31, but that's COVID year. And then he had 260 his rookie year. So Tristan is wrong. I mean, I'm not considering Pete Alonso a superstar. I wouldn't. I mean, for his position, he's he's a top five player in his position. First base. Who's better? Freeman, Olsen. Olsen. And then that's probably where we start having a conversation. Yes. I don't even know who plays first base. I'm really, we're really about to, we're about to pull the LeBron top 10 first baseman. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The tight end list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, it's easier to look at like, pick, like just like names. Oh, dude, Reese Hoskins, dude. He's totally so good. Oh, oh I put, Vlad. I put, Vlad. Give me and there's Goldschmidt. Gold but I think, th- no, I don't. My, no. This is my top five. Goldschmidt. In, this is not in any order. Goldschmidt, Freeman, Olsen, Alonzo, Vlad. Yeah, I agree. But I think I've I would probably take Pete over Goldschmidt at this point in time. I don't even know who I take. Vlad had a down year last year. So but I'm, I'm still play. taking Vlad. I think Pete Alonzo's probably four. Yeah. It's Freeman, Olsen, Vlad, Alonzo, Goldschmidt. I think that's fair. Dude, I'd love if they traded for Vlad Jr. That's not happening. I know. So I kind of like if the Blue Jays signed Otani. <coughs> you thought they were gonna have to like trade Bichette or him or Vlad? Because yeah. Vlad, he he, twenty six homers, two sixty four, seven eight eight OPS last year. But that was the worst year of his career. I think it was his far. launch angle was the problem last year. His baseball savant page was all red. It was like he was smoking the ball. He's just hitting it on the ground. Yeah. He wasn't pulling it as the, much. The Seiya effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but like 2021, bro, 48 homers, 1,000 OPS. That's nuts. Even 2022, he had 32 home runs, 818 OPS. Like, that's a good player, bro. Yeah. I think he can get back to the 2021 Vlad, too. I do so. I agree. But who knows? We're running a little long. Yeah. Um, think that'll be it for this episode thanks for listening uh we'll see you on wednesday yep um oh yeah what time's your final on do you have a final on wednesday i do at 6 p.m my time so 6 p.m oh wait, i guess we can fit in between because i think mine's at 10 a.m my time so that's 8 a.m my time yeah i guess yeah oh so let's done. try for like two maybe your time yeah, somewhere around that three your time We'll figure it out. Something like that. Well, thanks for listening. I just kudos to Tom. (laughs) (laughs) For those that aren't watching the YouTube video, uh, in one of our first episodes, Thomas saluted the camera as he left the the recording studio. We never laughed so hard. (laughs) Like, bro, what are you doing, bud? (laughs) Oh. Well, that, that's going to do it for today. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. See ya.